Hello! Welcome to Gangland. I am your host, Scotty Demons, and I welcome you to my podcast. Now, for the first topic, we're going to be talking about the best at Geneva. The car I'm going to start off with is the AMG GTR Roaster. Now, I'm pretty sure y'all have seen this car by now, and you're probably like, oh my god, I didn't think this car would look this good without the roof cut off. And honestly, I was surprised too, because... I never thought this car would look good without a roof. <laughs> like, just the shape of this car, like, it's round and stuff. Like, it kind of looks like that car in, I forgot, one of these animated movies. Like, it was kind of futuristic and stuff with the little dinosaur and the small arms and stuff. Hopefully, you know what I'm talking about. It kind of reminds me of that movie, like, how everything's just round and stuff. But it was a it was a beautiful car, like, and it's rare, too. Like, they don't, I think they only made, like, what, 100 of them? Like, it's definitely not as much as they made at the coupes. It's definitely not. It's very. It's going to be a very rare car. So if you got this car, you're balling out your mind. And this car would never depreciate. So it's definitely worth their investment. And if you somehow got the money for this car, you should buy it if it's not already sold out. And I'm pretty sure it's already sold out, so you're too late. So, you failed. Anyway, so my, my thoughts on that car is that it's obviously beautiful. Very interesting look. I think it would probably look best in that car they showed off with the blue and the white interior. Like that was really nice. Like that was very creative. Like I mean, I know it's been done before, but it's like it's perfect for that car. Next car is the Lamborghini Huracan Evo Spider. Now, I I didn't know I love convertibles as much. I think I do, but I never like. Of course, I've never been in one. I think I've I think I've been in one, but it was like it was not no like you know Mercedes. I think and maybe it was. I don't know. I can't remember. It was just a long time ago. But since I haven't been in any, like, car that's worth over $30,000, <laughs> I don't know what it's going to feel like. But this Lamborghini Huracan Spider, if you don't know what Spider means, is is basically convertible for Lamborghini, I guess. They switch between Roaster and Spider. I guess it depends on the level of the car. So, but this car is a beaut, too, because it's the, it's the, it's the, because it's a Huracan. So, I mean, it's the Evo. So, it means it has, like, the four-wheel steering and stuff. Like, all that new stuff, like, Lamborghini added with the SVJ is basically going to be in that. Just not, like, the styling and the, the V12 and stuff. So, it's going to be a very cool car. It's all, it's very aerodynamic and fast and quick and stuff. Like, it pretty much has it all for it. It's, ba- it's really a bang for his buck. So, that's also a very nice car. I really like Huracan. I really, I didn't like him at first. Like when they first came out, I was like, oh, this kind of looks so basic. Like at first, it was like, it, it looked like it was just like a like a dome with lights on it. And now they kind of like juiced it up a little bit, came and gave it some more sharp angles and stuff. But I guess I never, I never seen these cars in person. Like I've never seen anything worth actually. Like I've never seen anything truly exotic in person. So I like, what do I know? Like I've never seen a Lamborghini in person. So what do I know? The next car, I will. I really need to talk about this car. The next car, the Ferrari F8 Tributo. Like, Ferrari, what the F? Like, it's not an ugly car, but it's just like, how many times are you going to keep redoing the same thing? Like, I don't think we can take more, much more of this. Like, if you're really trying to compete with McLaren now, you need to get your shit together. You need, you really need to change your, your whole entire game. Because it really is really, it's, like, it's almost like they said, they looked at the they looked at the four five eight or the four eight eight and was like so how many more holes can we put in this to make it more aerodynamic to to speedable I mean catch up to McLaren and I'm pretty sure that car is still not as fast as McLaren I don't know yet because I don't think it's been released released yet but like for real it's a pretty car but it's just like Ferrari's gonna have to do a little bit better like they're they're supposed to be the main brand 
of all of this, and they're not even like keeping up with the with the program. And they they kind of are. I mean, they're fast cards, but they're just not. They're not at the top like they used to be, and it's kind of disappointing. Yeah, that's my thought on that joint. But it's a very pretty car. Like if I saw that joint in person, I'd be like, oh my god, I'll probably not all over myself. I'm just disappointed with the brand, or like how they're going about this stuff. Like, how are you gonna make a tribute car to a car you just came out three years ago? Like, why would that car need a tribute? It was nothing iconic at all. Like, it was it was a regular sports car. Even at the time, it wasn't even at the time. It wasn't even at the top of its class. Like, I think what it was beating at the time. I don't even know what it was beating at the time. <laughs> it, was, it was probably McLaren. But shoot, no, I think it was Lamborghini beating them at the time. Or how long has the 720 has been out? I don't know, but. They definitely weren't at the top of the top. So I don't know why they thought this car needed a tribute car. What was the point? What was the purpose? <laughs> I don't, I don't, are you just like trying to get rid of all these chassis? Is that what it is? Like you just have a whole bunch of chassis from the 458 and you're like, shit, what are we going to do with all these track, these chassis? <laughs> Let's just sell them out with just different outside look and just make a little more efficient engine and give it less cylinders, but somehow more power and whatever how engineering works but and that's all they've really been doing for the past 10 years is just redoing the same shit like i like ferrari if the ferrari really don't get their shit together they're gonna fail they must be coming out with a new hypercar to replace a lot ferrari or something because they're they, like it must be a reason why they keep stalling like this because next year they're gonna come out with the the spider version of this car and then they were gonna have this car for a whole another fucking year a whole another year with the four five four the four eighty and the four eight five eight because honestly we all know it's just a facelift of the four five eight and it's kinda is is obviously making me pretty angry about it. <laughs> so Ferrari, please. I know my voice is nothing to you, but I need you to get your shit together. I really do. I really miss your cars. I really love the La Ferrari, but that came out like what, two thousand twelve? Like, come on now. And that it's still like one of the fastest cars but still which is crazy. On to the next car. We're going to talk about the McLaren Speedtail. Now, this is a concept car, but it's going to be one of my favorites. I think I talked about this car before, but I'm going to talk about it a little bit again. It's going to be one of my favorites. It's going to be a legendary car like the F1. It has three seats, and I'm pretty sure this car was made for me, and I'm going to buy this car one day. Like, I don't care if I'm not rich right now. I'm going to get rich, and I'm going to buy this car, and it's going to be mine. And the universe is going to have to take it how, how I want them to take it. Because I'm going to get that car and it's going to happen. So, the all-time best car at the Geneva Motor Show is the... Boom, pow. Bugatti Lavatoire Noir. Now, if you don't know what the hell I just said, it's because that was French. And I had to practice that like a, a kajillion times to get it right. So, it sounded pretty like I was supposed to. So, that means... Translation for you English folk, it's the black car. It's, that's what the that's all it is. The black car. And now this is a one-off car, uh, so off of a car they made in like what the 30s or something like that or 50s. And it was like a very it was a I think that car was a one-off too, and they lost it. And whoever can find it will be worth a hundred million dollars. <laughs> so find that car, or actually don't find that car, and I'll find it, and y'all can go fuck yourself. So, yeah, that this car is a one-off of that car. And this car, G. Golly Joyce, because this car is a beaut. Like, I mean, I didn't like the lights at first, because it's really just, like, a block of lights. And I'm just like, really, Bugatti? Like, did you... Come on now. Like, <laughs> did you really have to do that? <laughs> like, 
did you really just put a block of lights on on your car? Like that's literally that's literally what it is. But it's kind of growing on me though. Like all you got to do is really tint out those lights, and then it will look cool. And I think you can. I hopefully you can do like a whole different your own arrangement of those lights because like there's literally a block of lights. It's literally a block. It's two blocks of lights, like one on each side of, obviously. But yeah, so I hope you you can do your own configuration. If you look, and it's a it's based off of the Chiron. They said it's based off the Devo, but the Devo is based off the Chiron, so it's you know it's the same thing. So, and you can see like what the lights kind of mean. I mean like how they're related to the Devo because like the Devo has like those those uh those old home phone shape lights when it's like kind of like the crypt sign but like elongated a little bit so it's like a little banana like a banana that broke both of his ends in the same direction yeah so that's how it is and then like the the bugatti lava i mean the lavatoire the lavatoire noir is uh is like a block of ice the the overall like shape of this car is a butte like it's low, it's sexy, it's round, it's curvy, it's it's all the above. Like it's all you'd ever want it to be. And it's like one of the best cars I've ever seen in my life, honestly. And like the backlights is like it's a it's like a one line. It's a one little curvy line across the back. And like the from like the, the Chiron, the back on the the lavatoire is is like more sloped, like it's like been brought out kind of like a hatchback a little bit but like more like smooth and elongated and like flat and it's like been elongated compared to like the the chiron and like them lights on the back are like my my favorite part of that car is the back like the booty of that car is the beautifulest i've ever seen in any car i think in my life so all y'all need to go check that out you can respond to that on at gangland audio on twitter you can you can reply to that and give me your comments on your favorite car, the Geneva. And if you have ever desired to get any of these cars, like any of these like real top of the line sports cars, I'm gonna give you a way how you can maybe get one of those in the future. So let's talk about domain investing. And now domain investing is like kind of the next frontier for like real estate, I think, because it's like if you because if you buy a do- domain right and you build this website around it. And you get all these people going to that domain or the website every day and a whole bunch of people. And then you build up the domain name for that for that word. And then you buy a whole bunch of other domains related to that word, but just like smaller domains. And then like all those domains will like raise in price just because of the word you're using for that website you got everybody looking at and everything. So you can just buy all that and the value of that will just like skyrocket. And you can just sell the website on Flippa. And the domains on Flippa for like triple the price you bought it for. And you can buy like some of these things for like pennies. But it's obviously going to be like not worth anything because <laughs> nobody's looking at it. That's why you have to build something around it. Not saying you can build around anything, but you probably can if you put your mind to it. If, like if you really are passionate about it, you can probably do it. It depends on what you like, I think. So that, that's why I would say just do stuff that you like. And that's like basically that. <laughs> Oh, that's like my little snippet on domain investment. I just had to get that out of the way. If you want to hear me talk about more like income little things, let me know at Gangland Audio and I'll talk about them. Give you like a little insight on these little investing. I like to learn a little about investing stuff too because, you know, I'm trying to get reach. 
trying to get rich. I ain't chasing the money though. I'm working for it. I ain't chasing. Don't chase the money. Chase the success. And money brings success. I mean, money, money buys you freedom. Let's get that straight. Money buys you freedom, and then freedom and power is all that I want. And money can get you both of those things. So that's exactly why I'm striving to get money, just so I can get those things. So it's really not about the money, because if you're really just working for the money, then you're kind of stupid, because money is just paper. Like money is just what we use to get things from other people. So like if you're really just chasing money, you're kind of stupid. That's why I don't think. That's why I don't get trapping because trapping if you don't know what trapping means i mean like that's like gang stuff and selling drugs and all that stuff so that's why i don't get that because if you do that that's not real money like that's illegal money and they always say oh you can you can just put it gradually in your bank account you can put these nuts gradually up your ass can't you but you're still getting fucked in the ass aren't you so like does that really make a difference because they can they're just gonna catch you and then they see you all this cash that you can't even bury because it's just so much and you just you just have it sitting around can't really do nothing the only way you can spend it is by going to a restaurant or the bar <laughs> or anything that's just cash <laughs> so that's all you can use it for that's why i call it fake money because you can only buy three things and they're all in the same category <laughs> so don't do trapping like i've been poor most of my life and i have never had to sell a fucking drug now i've had to do illegal stuff to sell non-illegal stuff so that's the thing but that was when i was a kid like i didn't know i was an entrepreneur at that point like i was just a kid trying to make a quick buck because i was starving my ass off that's that so don't be a trapper kids because that's really a waste of time you'll literally have other gang men other gang members or not even gang members if you're just a regular drug dealer you're gonna have other drug dealers trying to mess up your stuff because you're taking money out of their pocket and then you're also gonna have the cops come after your stuff because it's illegal, but it's only illegal because you're taking money out of their pocket. So basically, it's a lose-lose situation. So in everybody that traps is expecting to die by 30 or 40. They are not planning on living past 40. None of them. None of them. Who wants to die at 40? 40 dying at 40 is like when to die at 12. Because 40 is just half of your life. <laughs> Like, that really just doesn't make any sense to me. Like, at 40, you're still, you still feel young because, like, especially as a male, like, as a male and you're 40, like, the stuff you're supposed to be, if you're, like, on your purpose and you hustling while you're in your 20s, then you have all your resources. You can literally get any woman you want and you'll have all the freedom you want because you've been on your purpose and you got all the money you want, all the money you need if, you're, if, you're, if your purpose isn't about money, so you got all the money you need and bitches will love you and you'll never have a shortage of anything because you'll be happy and you did everything right and that to me is just so much better because you don't have to worry about other people come after you or the police coming after you unless you didn't like some wall street stuff that's pretty much it that's why i don't get trapping and i'm a, I'm a black 20 year old 21 year old because today's my birthday march 12 21 year old male that has never sold a drug never i could have been in the gang a couple of times like they literally tried to bring me into it a couple of times and i was like no because they were like are you with it and i'm like no and i'm like no i'm not I'm not <laughs> because i don't want that at all that's just unnecessary stress for unnecessary shit that's exactly what it means to me so and that makes you mad if you're a trapper and you think i'm stupid just know i'm and i'm not dying by 40 <laughs> like i'm not planning to die by 40 i'm, I'm planning on 
owning the world by 40. Like, let's get real. Okay. So, if that offends you, sorry, but not sorry, but trapping is really just not a good thing. No one should desire to be a trapper. That's why I kind of hate, like, these suburb kids trying to be a trapper. Like, why are you trying to go down when, when you're supposed to be trying to go up? Like, people trap because they had they thought they had to trap. I know why people had to trap in the 90s because they literally had no other choice. Like, they were literally just getting caged in into their neighborhoods. But now, 2019, you have what's called the internet, which is free. Well, not really free if you, you know, pay for internet. But, like, no, social media is free. I mean, social media is free and everything. So you literally on the same platform as billionaires. So you is a level playing field. All you gotta do is all you just gotta do is just build something, find what you like, and just build something out out of it. Like it, I don't care if you're like an artist. All you gotta do is just post this shit. Just post it, <laughs> like just post it, and you'll be fine. You might you might get some money off of this. Like you might be the goddamn I don't know any artist names, but you know if you're an artist, you know who I'm talking about. You can just all you just gotta do is post what you like. Just not legal stuff. Cause you know it's not gonna last long, and you'll be fine. You hopefully, if it's good, it's good. If it's not, you'll fail. And then you can just hopefully find something good. <laughs> so that's my thoughts on that. And since we're in this whole trapping thing, I might talk. I might might as well talk to you about my weed dependency. Now, if you know what weed is, it's the Mary Juana, Mary Jane, and I have formed a dependency dependency off of it. So. Let's talk about that. Now, if you don't know what a dependency is, it's basically like if you like you just depend on something like you just you kind of like want it really bad in your life, even though you don't need it. Like you can go without it. Like it's not a it's not an addiction. Like an addiction is like you can't function without what you need. <laughs> like, you know, so we're basically addicted to food because you can't function without it. But so you like you get addicted to cocaine because like if you get addicted to cocaine, you're not really gonna be able to function without it. Like if you get addicted to heroin, you're not gonna get fuck. You you'll now you'll now be able to function without it. But my dependency around weed, I can function without weed. Like if anything, I function better without it. That's why I'm kind of stopping smoking weed. Cause I'm like, I don't like I used to smoke it in high school because like I was just hyper stressed out, didn't like school at all. Like I I could I could have been good at it, but I was just like it's it's a waste of time for me. So I didn't pay attention to it. Like I just did what I needed to do to get out. The bare I did exi- I need I did the exact bare minimum, if not just a little better than the bare minimum <laughs> of what I needed to do to get out of there. And like half of the teachers didn't even care what you did in that class in their class. So like that's how I just kept on skirting by. And I was just like, wow, I'm just meant to get out of this bitch. <laughs> like they're really not trying to hold me back. Like they're not trying to hold me back at all in this high school and stuff. So I was just I just skirted by, you know, just doing the bare minimum. Like every time they said, "Oh, this test is gonna be fifty uh, percent of your grade," and I'm just like, "Okay, fuck, gonna have to pay attention a little bit, I guess." <laughs> and I did. I remembered exactly the bare minimum of what I had to remember to be able to get a good grade or good enough grade, and that's how I skirted past high school. And then yeah, so oh yeah, basically <laughs> I'm back to the weed stuff. So yeah, like I used to smoke like nine times a day, and now I'm like smoking like three to four times a day, which is like an improvement because like I used to smoke a lot of weed. Like I used to smoke the fattest J's nine times a day, just be burnt. I'm not even I wasn't even at burnt. Like at the point I was just functioning. Like I was just functioning. Like it was just a normal thing to me now. Like I was pretty much just throwing my money out 
because I feel I felt the same at this point. Like I felt like I just smoked all I smoked, like all I could afford it to smoke, and I was just done. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't done. I just kept doing it, but didn't really feel anything. But felt like I needed it, but didn't need it. I just depended on it to help me, you know, you know, feel better. I guess. So basically, the reason why I'm like quitting it is because like I'm tired of being dependent on it. Like I'm like I don't feel like I need it anymore. Like I feel like I'm not, you know, trying to just like you escape from anything anymore like i need to build something right now and i think kind of like like i think it just kind of like you know slows you down in your thoughts or whatever and it kind of does i've noticed but stopping smoking weed is like hard but not that hard i guess like it's not something you want to do cold turkey because like when you do it again you're never going to stop again like you're just going to fall back into what you've like been doing so like i just been cutting it off slowly like like i said i like used to smoke like nine times a day like the fat jays to like making them smaller and skinnier like nine times a day and then like smoking to seven times a day and then smoking to five times a day to smoking like four to three and you know obviously like got to that now and then i started like well first i think i started copy at first i was copying like i mean getting you know stuff like every other day and then i started copying every third day and then every fourth day and like and now i'm on every fifth day so like that's a like if you're trying to quit too like that's a way you can do it, just like slowly because like if you do it like cold turkey it's not gonna be as effective because because you're just gonna as soon as you smell weed again you're gonna be like shit I kind of want to I kind of want a J right now and then you're gonna smoke it one J and then you're gonna be like damn I want a J tomorrow and I want it the next day and I want it again today and then you know so let me know if you have a little bit of dependency around weed and you're thinking about stopping because you like you're past it like you know that was like a, a little phase in your life and you're like past it now. You can talk to me about that at Gangland Audio on tweet. Ah, tune into the next podcast. Hope you loved it. Show some appreciation. Maybe share it a little bit across your family and friends. Hopefully, hopefully you tune in to all of my podcasts from now on. And catch you next time. See you later.